It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 160. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, Letter from the Producer Live Part 50 Digest is released. Play free for up to seven days in the latest free login campaign. The Final Fantasy XV collaboration event, A Nocturne for Heroes, begins on Tuesday, April 16th. Lodestone got an update. A reminder that Hatching Tide is here. We have developer's blog, fan tweets, fan mail, and fan comments. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby, what's been going on? Hi, Yelta. Hi, Kitty. I know she's back there. Be loud. Uh, that, it's a Hrothgar to be. I believe it. <laughs> How are you doing? Yelta? I am wonderful. <laughs> How are you? I'm terrible. terrible. I am trying to finish up this last bit of Jack Daniels, which is terrible in comparison to the Jameson bottle I'm looking at. And I have to just, just I just have to just, stomach just, this. Just suck it down. Till I get to the good shit, so, you know, <laughs> forgive me as I gag and wheeze till I get to the good whiskey, but anyway, other than that, life is good. Everything's been uh, fantastic. Uh, it's been a fun week playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, the gang is all here in-game as far as our free company goes. There's a lot of free company activity. I think there was one night I logged in, there were 14 people on, which is big for our free company. I mean, we have quite a few members, but you know how it goes. It's right before a expansion, and things tend to slow down. But for whatever reason, I'm not seeing it, at least not with our free company and not with the number of returners and sprouts that I've been seeing. And I don't know if it's just that the Shadowbringers buzz is so good and so big that people are really trying to get their levels up, their gear eye level up, whatever, to prepare themselves for Shadowbringers. Maybe people are just happy Stormblood's over. I don't know. But a lot of people are on. It's a lot of fun. The free company's been hopping, uh, and I've been playing a lot just to catch up. So part of the part of the uh, attraction is the 900 tome cap. They doubled it, right? Right. So I uh, I didn't get capped, but I got pretty damn close. I got to 850 before I just had to throw in the towel, um, and that afforded me uh, the healer tome body because I'm I'm doing three different roles: caster, which is a basically finished, other than upgrading some accessories i could do savage but i'm weak um and i've been doing ranged really secondly i managed to grab the ranged hands out of orbon this week uh that one's successful because i was really the only ranged in any of the groups that i ran orbon itself wasn't that successful but i was <laughs> successful in grabbing a, uh, a piece of gear so my range is doing uh, really well. My healers are doing pretty good. I'm really just kind of getting to that category where I need the weapons. Uh, but we've got Sarah UEX kind of down. And I'll talk about doing some of that uh, in a moment. But uh, as soon as I grab some weapons, uh, and for healer, it's it's really pants and then some upgrades in the hands, head, and feet. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about having most of my primary roles in the three... 85 to 390 range, which I think is probably pretty damn good for going into Shadowbringers. I'm not really banking on trying to get 400 or 405 no. or whatever else. I don't need it. I don't need it. And neither do you, listener, unless you just want to be a badass. Because by the time you get to the level 75 dungeon, remember we're going to 80. So when you hit about the 75 dungeon in the story, you will start seeing gear that is comparable to what you're wearing 
coming out of Stormblood, if you're around the 390 to, to 400 mark. And then once you get past 75, 76, and you're into those dungeons, 77, I would imagine you want to start lauding on gear again, if it follows the same pattern that Heavensward and Stormblood has. So um, I'm not really, I'm not sweating it. And if I've got three different roles, which means I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different jobs that um, I will have decent gear going into Shadowbringers, I'm not... I'm not terribly worried about it. Plus, I'll have dancer gear mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, ranged, right? And that uh, mysterious fourth healer. Um, sorry. Stop it. Had to. Just, just, Had to. just, just you know, rub salt on the wound. <laughs> e2 brute. Um, so that was a thing. But, you know, in my quest to get ranged gear, because I've been playing ranged when I go into the 24-man, and I had some... How some reason thought I had done Orban for the week, and Sunday's here. I was like, "Oh fuck, I haven't done it." Mm-hmm. And it's Sunday. You know what that means? <laughs> yes. A bunch of shitheads and a bunch of shenanigans in the twenty-four man raid. So I get into one. It, God, it's, it was doomed from the start. As soon as I got in, two people left. It's like, what the fuck? Why would two people immediately leave? And I guess it's just seeing that. 50 extra mendacity tomes because you have new people and they immediately left and maybe they determined that the new people were the healers i think one of the healers was new the other wasn't and i think the one that wasn't new was a scholar that i honestly had to check if they had their fairy Mm -hmm. out that is how little healing that this guy did it was abysmal so mustadio was a train wreck they they died the entire time. When your whole team, your whole party is dead on Mustadio, you are in a world of trouble. It is no longer world of belts. <laughs> it is world of trouble. So we got through Mustadio, and I gritted my teeth. Really, my, my mentality was maybe I'll get a drop from the first two. And then it dawned on me I still need to finish this shit because I need the token. So we did Mustadio. Train wreck, but we made it through it. We did Agrius. Train wreck. Oh. They got hit with everything. They ne- didn't know how to use the shield, whatever. I think we wiped because we got pulled into the, the tunnel. You know, like where you go where the ghosts are, like the ghost train looking ghosts. Mm-hmm. And you have to like kill the black ones and the white ones you have to slash with the sword. Fuck that shit to hell. It was, <laughs> no. Didn't we happen. woke up dead. Nope, woke up dead. And um, they raised us all. And I, I think it was at that point there were concerns from the other alliances. Because Orban, if you think you're going to talk shit, and I've got, a, I've got more stories for Orban <laughs> in, within the same day. But if you think you're Alliance C and you see Alliance B fall and you want to talk some shit in Alliance chat, prepare yourself for TG Sid. Because you're going to have to eat the same shit we're eating because if if one of the parties die, you die. It ain't going to make it unless you send two or three people over from your party to go stand on those little things and take care of the other mechanics. So you need to quit talking shit and you need to help. Well, that didn't happen. So we got to uh, TG Sid. Other alliances are talking – the other parties are talking shit and um, – I had enough. I think it was like on the fifth wife. I, I just – I couldn't. And then people just kept going in and out. And it was one of those like I kept seeing people like leave and I was like, if I hang out, these healers are going to get the hint. They're going to leave. Nope. Nope. They stayed. 
So I was giving advice and then I, I never – and I don't do this stuff. I don't go like a bunch of dumbasses <laughs> and then leave. I'm just like – I tried to be helpful and then like it was on the it was on the third or fourth wipe. It must have been the fourth wipe. I, I said the, – the new tank was like we were on the pads and I was like you were on the pad until you didn't get healed and died. Uh-huh. And it doesn't count your body when you're dead and then I left. So I wasted that. Um, I queued back up again because other people had left. I didn't get a penalty. But then it took like 20 minutes before another one popped. I feel like there's a hidden algorithm that was shitting on me <laughs> that wouldn't allow me to get back in because I quit. So I got back in. And uh, this group had similar issues, but the healers knew what they were doing. Well, one healer was new, but he was like, hey, I'm new. I'm willing to learn. If you give me some quick hints, I'll be happy to do this. And I was like, thank you. So here's some quick hints. Mostadio, no problem. In fact, the healer never died. Mm. Neither one of the healers died. Agrias, not much of a problem. The healer took some hits, but then like somebody was like, hey, you, you have to use the shield thing and stay still. So the healer was good. Got to TG Sid. Now, we only had two wipes on TG Sid. Now, I am coming out of – had five wipes. I'm going into having two, so two more. two feels like a vast improvement at this point. It yeah. is a vast improvement. However, the rest of the alliance weren't with me through the the last shitlord party. So they're, of course, talking shit again. <laughs> this is a brand new instance. And we wipe to the – what was the mechanic? I think it was just before we um, – we got sprung up and then somebody went, oh, fuck. We died before even getting the ads. Here we go. Now, here's the kicker. Two people in my party started going, you cunts, shut your mouth. You, how dare you talk about it? You bunch of shithead cunt motherfuckers. I was like, whoa, turn it down a notch. Mm-hmm. This is. This guy, okay, obviously the other parties are not happy and they say they snarky in Alliance chat. I get it. I've been there. But like us dropping C-bombs and F-bombs and other bombs on top of people, it's not not really cool. (laughs) And then immediately I'm like – I see reported and reported. And reported. (laughs) It's like – well, shit, I'm about to lose two of my party members <laughs> to uh, reporting. And they start kind of backpedaling a little bit, but they're still talking shit. So I've got team – we're A, and C is talking shit, and we're talking shit back. Not we. they The two people in my party are. So we wipe and we get back, and while they're talking shit, we somebody in my group says, can we explain a little bit? So I start explaining in party chat. Somebody shouts out, are you explaining or not? And we're like, yeah, in party chat, the whole alliance doesn't need to hear it. It's fine. So then somebody pulls. And then my guy again goes, you fucking dot, dot, dot. And the dude's like, I didn't even pull. It wasn't even our group that pulled it. It was group B that pulled it. So they pulled early, even though we were in mid-explanation. We had just started explaining it. And then we get through the ads, but then... And this was a little unfair. You know, sometimes Sid will do the sword thing, but he'll do it on the same side like three in a row. Yeah. And if you're running around, you got to keep running to get back to your spot. And my group didn't. They were just like, hey, we just need to dodge over one. And then like the sword was like mm-hmm. one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. And they got, they got clear and I lost six people. <laughs> 
six people, both healers, the tank, and two DPS died or something, and three DPS died. And it's like, well, shit. So we, me and the other DPS run back to our spot. We're like, reses, please, but it's too late. The pads are going out, and uh, we're fucked. And then they start – then I don't know if there was shit talking, but then I typed in Alliance chat. Looks like we have more time to explain. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, look, the sword thing, we got we got screwed on that. Not your fault, but here's what's going to happen after that. We got to get back on the pads. The ice thing's going to happen. We'll get to tackle that, and then it's rinse, wash, repeat. So we were almost done explaining mm-hmm. it, and then we cleared it. It was fine no right deal. after that. Yep. No big deal. Um, and then um, last dude, that was fine. There was no issues in that, um, and it was good. So I got my hands. I got my token. Felt good. Two people got reported. Probably got a stern talking to by the GMs. Don't call people cunts. Don't call people fuckbags or whatever. I mean, the terms of service is still the terms of service. That that part didn't change. You just can't do that. But screaming so. at people is not going to fix their dodging ability anyway. No. No. And yeah, I get that from the on the other side. Like, don't, you know, if you're in an alliance and, you know, and you see people leave, maybe just leave. <laughs> I don't know, but it worked out. It was fine. I, I felt okay. And then, um, what else? Um, did Sarah, you talked about that briefly. Um, we did some farming. I think we cleared it like five more times, five, five or, I think we did five or five six more times. It all. Yeah. Five. Um, we had, we had some people that joined us, uh, and there were still some clears. So I think with that comes, Learning when you can DPS because we I think we pushed in rage Yelta what like well there was like four of those that we could have we we might have won it but we got to like between five to one yeah. percent and then enraged well, and, and then I lost. and I felt terrible because we were we had so many people sign up who wanted to go that I'm like all right well we'll do a couple and then we'll switch people in and out but it was like we were hitting in rage every other poll and it's like I don't want I don't want to try to teach someone else to fight now when we're barely scraping by now. So, right. you know, I, I, it was, it was kind of a little bit frustrating when you did, you know, you got her clear. I'm like, all right, we're going to kick its ass, you know, 10 more times or nine more times. And then it was just like, and scraping up dead people. And, you know, that fights, you know, just winning it once doesn't make you a master at it. So that's why I, no. that's why I never joined farm parties until actually I've, cleared it a few times in learning and clear parties because you could have just gotten lucky but uh yeah and and even learning the steps if you're not pushing buttons good Mm -hmm. you're not gonna do the dps to take it down you know in retrospect i was like oh i I guess i could have used a potion at one point or something you know to do that but i don't think about that on the exs as often like like it's not like savage like i need to use a potion but maybe after that first one percent enrage i could have started popping that but at the same time we had this really terrible samurai that wasn't pulling his weight and it just i kid of course our samurai was kicking ass what's up taja oh my god ass. i was saying you mean the samurai that was when i counted real fast the over yeah yeah, the, the, yeah counting really fast over bored. over 7k <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we, we were, uh, we were fine. Uh, he was fine. And, uh, with, again, with experience comes hitting buttons better. Mm -hmm. And so if we get some of the same people and then I think, you know, we can continue to teach people. It's not one that I think the learning curve is terribly steep. It's just knowing when you can DPS, Mm -hmm. how to weave that stuff in as you get 
knocked around by the waves. And, and a lot of that too is you're standing on the wrong side and you get hit by the, you know, big chungus is what we call them. Um, you get, you get slapped around and you die. Well, you can't DPS when you're dead. So that's part of it too. You gotta, you gotta know where to stand and all that good stuff. But we'll probably tackle that again before terribly long because again, that goes back to I need weapons. I know you could use some yeah, weapons that, for that other would jobs. Be a great weapon to have to go into to Shadowbringers, really. And I would urge a listener, if you're on the fence about doing any of the EX, this one is really like I think this one's easier than Sukiyomi. Uh, personally, I I think it's easier, definitely than what um, um, what's the big snake dude that we, what's his name? Um, uh, oh, what's his name? Yelta, help me out here. <laughs> I don't know who you mean. Uh, well, the the big green one, the one that drops the green pony. Oh, the, um, oh, Ser- uh, Shinryu. Shinryu. There's too many S mm-hmm. names. There's too many yeah. S fucking bosses. Shinryu is pretty easy now, but yeah. I now, guess. yes, but at level, it was, that had a lot of dancing. Right. I like got my clear and then noped out for a long time. So yeah, yeah. And uh, Suzaku can be – there's yeah, another not, S name yeah, one. I'm not good at the uh, – Simon says part of that. I'm too laggy. So this is this is one that at level is a lot more um, forgiving than some of the other uh, EX primals at level. Uh, what else did I do? I did so much. Uh, so Hildebrand, I finally got caught up on the Hildebrand storyline. We we had the most recent, recent patch and, of course, we got two quests – Two quests of Hildebrand <laughs> and uh, the uh, Beast Tribe thing. I'm still working on my Beast Tribe. I think I'm three days from getting both my other Beast Tribes, Turtle Boys and Snake Ladies, nice. where I can do this quest. So it won't be long. But um, did Hildy. I was actually – where I could start the quest, I thought I was going to have to start way behind, and that was not necessarily the case. I was able to uh, start right at the, uh, the the quest that came out recently. So did it. It's funny. It's good. Uh, Hildebrand to me is always funny. It's like you said. It has that explanation of how uh, Hildebrand gets to the first shard. So there's some uh, there's some some magic in there for that. And uh, it threw me for a loop. The um, the gym stuff threw me for a loop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It I mm, I won't spoil, but it kind of felt forced in a sense. And I've heard some. Comments to that degree where it's like, what? Eh, okay, all right. Because I would have kind of liked it to be what I thought it was before, where you're just adding more casts of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. You know, whatever works. Um, and it was still funny. It was fine. The the boss fight, um, I'm glad I had done it at uh, FanFest. I, I came in and I said, I'm new. And, they, and somebody said, oh boy. And I put... Except for the time I did it at FanFest, <laughs> and I didn't die. So it was – it's hard to die in that, I think. I think it was easier than the FanFest version, to be quite honest. I don't know. Maybe it's just my perception. Maybe it's because we might I had hot bars. or something, and we had our own hot bars and controls. I had my own hot bars and my own mouse configuration and all that good stuff. So uh, maybe that was the case, but um, it was still fun. It was enjoyable. We cleared it pretty quickly. And I got the barding. I rolled a straight up ninety nine on that barding. Yeah. Oh, I failed to mention I also got the red mage sword when I was in um, Sarayu, and I rolled a straight up ninety nine <laughs> on that guy too. You so, lucky uh, bastard. <laughs> I am lucky. My red mage is uh, higher geared than my summoner, which is my main. 
gods forfend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, – y'all, I hate to admit this. I, um, I got to the last boss in this game and I cheated and I don't feel bad about it. Um, I know people will say I cheated myself and I cheated this game. Um, but <laughs> the meme. I really – I, exactly. Um, I really don't care. I was walking through Kugane and there was a man on the pole and I quickly switched to blue and I died in front of him and the mofo raised me. <laughs> so I got my lookout on top oh. of the, on top of the little pole in the center of Kugane. I, I call that one working with the community. Oh, that's there, correct. That's yeah. uh, community working, involvement. Yeah, community involvement, helping other people, allowing yourself to be helped by other people. We're calling it a win. <laughs> I that was There's no definitely way I would have ever gotten it either. I can't get the one in Ralgar's Reach where you where you were like actually like you're leaving town by the river. Uh, I can't jump over. I may have to look up a guide. Maybe I can do it. I can get on top I, I of the neighbor's even... house in our housing. Taja, I think it was Taja showed me how to get up there. <laughs> yeah, I don't even do these. I, in fact, there's some that are from like Heaven's Word. I still mm-hmm. pass, and I just I wave at them when I pass by. Oh, I don't no. even give a shit. I get them when I, I don't see care. them. But I did. I actually saw two this this. Probably in the last week or so because I was flying around doing quests and stuff on my you know, lower level jobs now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll go land there and get it. Yeah, I should, but I'm just terrible at this game. So mm-hmm. I have to cheat. And uh, it was it was cool. In fact, I died. I saw the guy and I died, but I didn't like wave at him or whatever. And the guy never raised me. And I just sat there and uh, my wife came in the room and I was like. Cinna, I'm trying to get this thing. This guy's not raising me. She's like, well, then you're not getting it. Because <laughs> she, she's mean about that. She's <laughs> like, you shouldn't cheat. And uh, some other white mage came along and raised me. So I stood there. And then the guy, I saw him switch to black mage. He was a thought material, 24. I, I don't know how he could have been 20. No, I think his gear score was 24. Mm. He was a, he was a, a thought material sitting on the pole. And then I saw – after I got raised, I saw him switch to black mage and I was like, mm, let me die again. So I died again. I didn't wave at him and then he switched to white mage and I was like, yeah, here we go. Raised me. I hugged him, got my uh, got my look out. He waved at me. I stood up there for a minute to get a screenshot and then he like poked me or something. I think he meant like get the fuck off my pole. This is my pole. So no, I don't know. Get I out. jumped off and then he went into queue or something. He was already he was queued up for something. So he disappeared. Uh, and he disappeared and the and the opportunity was gone. So I had been looking for that opportunity. I go by Kugane every once in a while and pass by there just to see if somebody's standing on that pole. Got lucky, baby. So it was a good week. I hate that I had to cheat in this game to be successful, but you know what? The community was helpful. It helped uh, me be more involved in the community. Well, it's honestly, not like just, you, it's not like you get anything from it, right? No, not yeah, there's Nothing. not. Well, like I got a, I got an ultima weapon. I think. Oh yeah. man, yeah, I got a totem. I didn't get one. Uh, yeah, a uh, mm. uh, one of those uh, Bahamut ultimate uh, tokens, totems, whatever. <laughs> Obviously not. I don't even know the fucking name of it. Uh, so life is good. The game has been good. It's been fun to play. It's been fun to play with you, Yalta. Tell me what yeah, you've it's been. It's been a good time. Um, I on my quest to wrap up all level seventies. I have I got monk to seventy, so that leaves me with ninja and dragoon, and they were both level fifty fifty one at the beginning of the week, uh, or the beginning of last week. Uh, monk is seventy now. All done with that. Now I have ninja. I've got ninja up to fifty eight. 
So that's been good. I've been running stuff. Uh, the Crossroad Link Shell does a lot of, we're going to go do Alliance Roulette. So I always try to get in on those, you know, and I can at least go and get a queue that's not, you know, a DPS queue all the time for different things. Of course, for Alliance Roulette, sometimes DPS queue is just fine because that's sometimes what's needed. But I'm pushing Ninja on, and then when I'm done with that, I'll, I'll finish up Dragoon, and then I will be all 70s. It's kind of been my thing lately. Of course, I get distracted constantly because people are like, come help me with this, or we need people for that, or I need a healer for this. So I still do that because I still need tomes also, and I like helping people. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't cap either, but I was, you know, five, six, seven hundred tomes. I haven't capped in so long, it doesn't really matter. I don't even have all... Uh, I don't have all the tome gear even for my main, much less upgraded. So I've just kind of, I'm like two or 392 or something. And I kind of figured good enough. I'm not raiding. So other than making other stuff easier, there's not really a ton of point to it. So, yeah, but, uh, uh, and went with you guys. We all did that Friday night, Sarah EX. And it was a clear, I think for a couple and then we mm-hmm. did farm it four more times, and that was a it was a long night. I do still feel really bad. A lot of people were kind of like, "I heard there's a party. When are we going?" And oh, they're already in there, and maybe we'll you know rotate you in. And then that just didn't that wouldn't have worked. I don't think so. I do feel bad, but I think we'll go back. And I think the the, the stronger people get at it, it'll be easier to rotate people in and and get their their weapons and their clears and stuff. So. So that's good. Uh, and then about the only other thing I did was uh, PvP. We've been doing PvP on Monday night. So yesterday I logged in and got, I don't know, seven out of eight party. Queues were popping. And uh, not only did we win once, we won three games, which got our weekly challenge log. I mean, the last game we were losing horribly. And then all of a sudden, through a combination of the other two teams deciding to fight each other and us having some really lucky pops of those those Allegan node things, uh, we took and held a couple of those right next to each other near the end and won. It was pretty nice. pretty fun. It's 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 hard though when like you get like sometimes you get like sandwiched in, the other two teams will like come at you. And then you just really have to run away. We had a couple of couple of times where people thought they were just chasing down some lone white mage and it was a trap, or you know they were running back to their teammates and then you know you come into sight having almost murdered their white mage and they're like fuck no and they kill you. <laughs> but it was pretty fun. It was a good time. It's much more fun with enough people in voice chat and none and not, no one in voice chat was taking it too seriously. So that helped a lot too. Of course, our friend Klaus was in the group when I joined, or, or joined the group, and uh, got to play with him for a little bit. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I still don't know what to buy. I have like eighteen thousand wolf marks, and I know there's like yeah, there's minions and there's hairstyles and there's emotes and there's songs, but I'm not sure what to buy. Hmm. I, I eventually want it all, but so. I don't know. I tried out a lot of glamour gear, but I'm actually pretty happy with the glamours I have right now. So yeah, I've looked and I've I've gotten all the glamours I feel like I want, except for you know 
you've got new jobs that you're leveling, so maybe you'll discover some some glamour for those. I haven't I've never played with like the melee jobs glamour or mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of the tank glamour, not so much. But as far as like healer ranged and caster goes, I'm kinda burnt out with any of the glamours that yeah. come out of PvP at this stage. So it's like need fresh stuff, need some Shadowbringer stuff. Well a lot of the sets aren't particularly attractive to me. Right. Um they just don't, you know, fit my style or, or what I'd like. So, I don't know. I tried on a lot of different ones. And I, tr- I was trying them on last night on, like, Ninja and Dragoon and stuff. Trying the different gear sets on. But it's like, I would I never play those roles. So, why, why would I buy Glamour for it? So, I don't know. But there's still... Well, and then the hairstyles. I don't think I'd wear either one, but I'd like to have them. I want to have all the music if I can, that kind of thing. There's minions I don't have. But eventually I'll get it all, eventually, I guess. <laughs> oh, but that was, I don't remember. Do I, I did the same kind of things as you did. I ran Orborns. Well, and my first one, I almost left. We were doing, we did so completely terribly on the first boss I'm like, I'm not sure I can handle this. Mm-hmm. But then for some reason after like wiping, coming back, and then I don't know, people just like woke up and realized there has to be at least enough people to push buttons good to get through it. So people, it, it was not that bad after that. I think I went a couple more times with other people who needed theirs, but I don't think I ever got a drop out of there. That's okay. I didn't have anyone calling me the C word, and I didn't have to report anyone. So that's, that's good. So call it a win, a win. All right, you can shoot the shoot with us. Come to the website www.gtffxiv.com. Let us know what you've been up to. We have some news. First round letter from the producer live part fifty digest that has been released, and you can go find that on the lodestone. We currently have a play free for up to seven days in the latest free login campaign. So that's April 8th through June 17th, and you get a sum total of how many hours? I can't remember. Scanning, scanning. I knew, I, I found it earlier. Is it in digits? I'm scanning for numbers. I don't know. There's a date. Yeah. Seven days. Approximately seven days. But it counts the time when you're downloading the game. So mm-hmm. I hope you have a good uh, internet connection. However, if you have been away from the game, you want to come back, check it out. Um, right now we've got the Easter event. Uh, shortly we're going to have the Final Fantasy 15 crossover event. I think mm-hmm. if you timed it right, you could knock both those out. And depending on how long you've been unsubbed, you could maybe wrap up some storyline and stuff too. So depending on where you you know where you've been, how long you've been gone. So that's cool. Oh yeah, right at the top there, Ruby. It says play up to 168 hours. Oh, in big numbers. Big numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you wouldn't think I worked in finance. <laughs> you can see freaking numbers. Okay. The other news is, of course, the Final Fantasy XV collaboration event that starts Tuesday, April 16th. I don't remember if we've talked about this before, really. Broom, broom, I'm in my car. I'm in my car. I've seen, a, seen the, uh, the, 
The pictures of the Lalafell standing up driving it, that's not safe. Oh. This site, by the way, does not like my Chrome browser. Interesting. It's it's very angry with it. You can get to a screen that shows the rewards. There's music, there's gear, there's a triple triad card. Uh, the important thing to take away from this is we know because people looked, a lot of the rewards are granted by MGP. So you're going to want to save up your MGP. But this, this event runs for a while. It runs for like six weeks. This is not like a little two-week event. So you should have time to farm up MGP if you need it. And who knows? It could be like the Garo event where they put the event in, but they really left the prizes in. You can buy them later. I'm not saying that's what it's going to be, but I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. So, hmm. but I would, I'd go farm up some MGP. It's pretty easy if you do your challenge log and if you do, you know, you, you do, and don't spend money on the fashion report. Just get your 10K, make sure you're doing the daily cack pot, enter any they've tournaments. Even, they've even eased the cat, the uh, fashion report. Oh, yeah. So it's, you know, it's a lot less expensive than it used to be in the past to get you know more so if you and you never know yelta in the next two weeks they might make that they might softball it to us on those so it's worth at least looking mm-hmm. to see you know there's always i think nariko stars uh hubby does like some, yeah there's always a reddit thread right there's a thread and there's always the there's tweets with, about it yeah yeah so you can easily get that it's it's worth trying and at least do your like you said, Yelta, do the, the daily stuff. Just join the triple triad thing and get your thousand from it. You know, you can you can work up to it. It's not it's not terribly mm-hmm. far. So I'm sitting here watching the video and I guess I, I didn't pay too much attention. You know, you're fighting the Empire, there's some cool NPCs from that. Um I guess we're pushing the car, man. I already, I see it. It's like the cutscene looks mm-hmm. like the beginning of fifteen where how the fuck does the regalia get into Aorzia? That's what I'd like to know. It breaks the lore, Yalta. I well, everything breaks the lore, but <laughs> except for Male Vieira. I don't know. I think if they, I think if they, I don't know. I didn't like fifteen to begin with, so I'm not super excited about this event. And then I don't really like cars and motorcycles in my fantasy games, but it, it it's pretty Final Fantasy, so I don't know. No, mm-hmm. fifteen didn't feel very Final Fantasy to me, though. I guess. 15. 15. 15 has issues. I, you know, I, I like Noctis. I, in fact, the, my thing with 15, I've probably said it two years ago when the game came out, but my, my problem with 15 is not Noctis. It's not, um, the enemies. It's not, you know, it's, it's the poor storytelling and how they, it just felt like it was rushed, I guess. You well, know, I, just, I didn't, didn't like that you didn't feel out. like heroes of light, right? I, I didn't feel like, and then I didn't. No one felt like a warrior. No one felt like a white mage. No one felt like oh. that. That whole that really was because that's very Final Fantasy to me. Yeah, you know. Oh, you don't like eight then either. I bet I don't even remember eight. Yeah, yeah. Some of them just have that like generic like two. It's like I can make a white mage out of this yeah. guy, but nobody's like I am the white mage. Oh, so. I don't mind. I don't mind that you can build a white mage. But just even I couldn't figure out in fifteen how to build well, this, a white mage. Yeah, this one had fucked off spells. They weren't even like spells. It was like you were throwing potions on the ground or throwing. I don't know. It just didn't. You were me, you were mixing stuff to make things. It just yeah. There were some elements like that. And then I guess for me it was 
he had this whole brotherhood arc thing that felt like it was 75% of the game. We're just riding the countryside. And then we have real shit for like 25% of the game. And I guess that 75% of the game was supposed to make you feel like, oh, we're brothers. And then it's tearing us apart for the last 25%. Mm. But I just don't think it told that part well. I got it. I got what they were trying to do, but I just don't feel like it was Male male bonding isn't something I want to play through. Uh, yeah. And the whole docking scene with the guys. Oh my god! I didn't want to see a four-way docking in the, in the, in my final fantasy. Oh my god. Alright, but I am looking forward to the collaboration (laughs) event. I, uh, I want, I, I do like crossover events. And then you noticed the Lodestone got an update. I didn't. My wife noticed. Your wife the noticed that the Lodestone. Well, thank you, Cinna. <laughs> thank you, Cinna. So she was looking something up. I don't remember what it was, and she went to the Lodestone. She's like, "Did you notice all these things change?" Well, it must have been that day. It had to have been that freaking day. Let me go there and just see what it's like. the The menus at the top they they're like white and highlight. If you go and you're you spend any time on the lodestone, you will you will know exactly what I'm talking about. So all the menu items at the top, if you hover over them, they're big, nice bubbles now. It's not the text where you've just got a wall of text and you're trying to find it. Um, I used to have so many issues trying to find, like the blog post. There was official blog and blog. And you, it, some links took you to the same place and some took you like, wait, that's not what I want. Um, so... It's to me, it's simplified, uh, but I haven't played with it enough to really like feel comfortable mm-hmm. with it yet. I do like how some of the icons look. Um, if you do over the getting started, they're very colorful visual icons. If you go to the oh, other it's stuff, obvious. you know where to download your benchmark, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, if you go to the other icons, they are more simplified, but at least they're graphical. Um, so I guess, you know, a couple of pass throughs on this, you could probably find things a lot easier than you could the, uh, the previous lodestone menus. Those are, those are the major changes. If there are other changes, I haven't discovered them yet, but I'm glad to see that they're refreshing this stuff. It's pretty cool. And then, yeah, the benchmark, I, even though we don't quite know when the new benchmark is going to be, I think I read something that like, if it goes along the same lines that we had for Stormblood, you're looking at late April for that. Um, I think it was released the 20-something of April. That's not an exact date, the 20-something um, of April before uh, Stormblood came out. Uh, and so people are speculating that it will be the, the 20-something yeah. of April this month. So uh, please look forward to it. I hope so. That will be fun to... To, to play with it. I'm also hoping it kind of calms. I know not everybody's getting what they want in this expansion. Uh, the loudest people are the ones who want the other sexes for the races. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that getting to play with the, what they do have will maybe calm them. Or it might fire them up again. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I, it, It's too bad, but they've heard us by now. I don't need a daily reminder to add the opposite sexes. Uh, but, but they, they are, it's every, it's, it's all, it's every day still. And yeah. it's like, they've heard us by now. You've done all the arguments. I, as far as I am con- concerned, all the arguments for, you know, adding them have been heard. 
they have to balance that versus their workload and and versus either adding more resources to the team to to make these or you know cutting some content or delaying other content to add them it's not just going to magically happen it's like the it's like the the uh, bunny outfit and the gold saucer. It's not like someone just checked the box that said, make this work on boys too. Human beings had to do the development and the testing and that all takes time and resources. So we've let them know we'd like to see the other sexes. You just We've let them know we'd like to see a healer. And I don't know, screaming about it more isn't really going to make it happen any faster. Where's my eggy glamour? Oh. Um, I'm looking at the previous benchmark thing. It's still Stormblood, if you click yeah. on it. Yeah. And there is a little graphic at the bottom that says tested on 4-27-2017. Um, in fact, I think it probably was released on the 28th, which was a Friday, but it could have been on the 27th. Um, so if I'm looking at the dates here, the last Thursday, Friday of the month is 25th, 26th. So maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. we'll see. I I can't wait to play with it. I will probably stay exactly the same as I am now, but it is fun to play with. It is going to be fun. To, this is when I will decide if I have to do anything with an upgrade or maybe building a new PC, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you think they'll do a contest, like build a build a character and show us your best Hrothgar, or show us your best Viera, and you know they've done that in the past. Mm, Use the well, benchmark and build one, and then send a screenshot and. So we, we have to do the opposite then. We have to do the build your most disturbing. Oh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll have to give away something for that, Ooh. I think. Ooh, stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, reminders, Hatching Tide is here now. Started today, and it ends on 422. So you have some time, but don't wait too long. Mm-mm. Work them eggs. I haven't done it yet. I heard there's puzzles, but I've been trying to stay unspoiled. Uh, the answer is no. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have a good one for that. I was really going to try to say something funny, but I didn't have shit for it. Um, <laughs> the answer, the answer is whiskey. No, whiskey. I, I did the hatching tide just before we did this because I assumed. Yelta Sumasu had already knocked it out. She took I was the day off watching of work. Lost in Space with oh. my husband. No, the I movie or the show? The, there's a newer series. We just finished the Santa oh. Clarita Diet. We just finished watching all of those. So now we had to find something new. And my husband put on Lost in Space and then promptly fell asleep. Is there still Dr. Smith and the robot? Uh, I just met Dr. Smith at the beginning of the sep- second okay. episode and it's a girl. So, oh, that ruins it for me. No, it might be good. Really? Is she I a bitch? She she's a scaredy bitch. cat? No, she looks like a bitch, but she, oh, she she she's pulled some she's already imprinted herself as a uh an asshole. Okay. Well, like, you know, use other But hadn't reprogrammed her. the robot yet. No, ha- has not met the robot. I okay. did hear, hear the I did hear the words "Danger Will Robinson." So Ooh, I grew up okay. with that shit though, right? Yeah. So I watched reruns of that as a little girl. Yeah, so, so did I. Like yeah, me. The, Some the, thank God for Nick at Night and all that other good stuff. I <laughs> yeah. played a lot of that, and my mom was into it. I guess my mom watched it back when it was, you know, mm. on for real. And uh, 
we we always talked about Lost in Space. So I I was a fan. I was a fan of the movie, the first one. I don't know if there's there may be a multitude of movies now, but the one that came out in like the nineties or whatever that was a yeah was I like that one. Decent. So uh, yeah, and I th- I want to say what's his name Billy whatever the kid was actually Billy Mummy I think is his name. I think he uh, I think he was actually in that. In it. I thought yeah, so. Yeah, like at the end or something. He was the grown-up Will or something. Anyway, this is not Lost in <laughs> anyway, Space. Anyway, this is fantasy. not Lost in Space podcast, but we do but like I, us some sci-fi. But I did do Hatching Tide. It is challenging, but if you keep talking to one of the NPCs, they basically spell it out for you. So the first one, there, I'm driven to check the dialogue in this game because it's like, well, I don't want to miss something. It's like, do you want to hear more? Do you want to hear more? Well, if you click, click, keep clicking, do you want to hear more? It'll just spoil it for you, uh, Jilly basically kind of spells it out for you. And Was I did that Asians? on the first. What's that? Was it Asians? Yes, it was Asians. <laughs> Sorry to spoil it for you. You have to say egg hunt to an Asian, and then he eats your face. He possesses your body. Uh so you, you, they tell you to go say egg hunt in a certain place, and and then she basically spells it out for you. And then the second time, the 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 puzzle's a little more challenging, but I didn't ask her repeated times. But when I got to the end of it, I was still kind of clueless. I figured out the puzzle and I got the clue, but I'm like, where slash what the fuck? And mm-hmm. um. I, 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 I had to cheat again. I died as a blue mage. Somebody res me at the right spot. No, my <laughs> wife was like, go somewhere. And then I saw what I was looking for. Okay. So I, I got it knocked out. So it's cool. The gear is great. It looks good. I haven't dyed it yet, but I've got my midnight egg cap, my midnight egg rings, and my midnight earrings. And uh, the body is the same color blue as the midnight stuff. You can dye anything, you know, okay. whatever. But um, it looks really sharp. I've actually seen some people dye it and wear it as regular gear for their mains and stuff because it, it looks that good. I hate when we get shitty-looking gear, but this one is not shitty-looking. And you don't even mind the little egg satchel on it or whatever? That's what no, people are complaining about. In the <laughs> – What's cuter is if you turn around on the back, it's got two spriggin' ponytail things. Yes. Yeah. It's cute. I like it. I want it. You'll get it. All right. What's on tap? We do have two developers' blog. We have a Spriggin' Into Spring. This is, of course, about Hatching Tide event. They look at this year's art and how cute it is. I heard lots of uh, discussion on uh, the art and sexy Mikotes, and then it just kind of got disturbing. So, we're thinking I about balls or I what? I don't know. Because it, it kind of looks like she's thinking about picture. balls. She's definitely thinking about balls. And that Lollafell's <laughs> a feared. Yeah. A feared. Um, so they, they've, sh- they've shown us, you know, what we get, and then they – have some screenshots of them being worn. Oh, and here's the, the the screenshot from the back of the adorable hoodie bits with the spriggan head. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i not sure. So Lalafell and Lung knee socks, they, they almost, I almost wish they'd come up a little higher because it looks weird. So the knee socks are actually part of the leggings on this one, not the boots though, which is different. Usually, a lot of times the knee socks are part of the boots, I think. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. 
because uh, I'm not sure I'm gonna, well I want to see what it looks like on a Lollafell but those boots aren't my favorite thing ever but I would like to try them so yeah, yeah. I thought that the bottoms and the boots are sure to go well with other outfits so that's that's cool uh, I, I like that they uh, think of how the gear would look mixed and matched with other gear uh, I also, I wish they, and I know this is a game, they can't just do a switch, but I sometimes wish that I could choose to wear the men's pants, because those are cute little capris, but no. All right, Mapping the Realm Fan Festival Tokyo. This was Zexos, finally back from Fan Festival in Tokyo, and PAX East 2019 in Boston. I bet they're exhausted. I bet. So uh, he's sharing with us some photos that their counterparts in Japan took during the fan festival. It's a lot of scrolling, so uh, we're not going to read you all of these. But, uh, oh, my God, this board is adorable. Mm. They have the minion placard, like in the minion guide, and then you could stand in front of it and have a picture taken. That's cool. I wish we had that. That's cute. That's cute. And then they had... Oh, goodie bags and signing the wall. They open the doors. <laughs> Just some real cute pictures of everybody. Oh, a lot of uh, pictures of people in outfits. They had an air hockey game they named Alligan Rot. Because <laughs> you have to constantly <laughs> pass it around. And this might be the cutest white mage I've ever seen. Oh, adorable. Oh, little girl. On, a, on the humongous Moogle cushion. This is a photo of a classic Japanese festival game where you scoop up balls from the water using a paper scoop. Oh, yeah, because it's really thin. Uh-huh. You have to scoop up. We, there was a game like this in Final Fantasy XI. Do you remember? Eleven had it the- during yeah. uh, Summerfest. You can mm. do goldfish scooping. Yep. The balls had job icons and meteor logos on them. That's cute. Oh, boy. Some other... Oh, drawing your own alpha. Oh, the board... The- they're colorful in Japan. Yeah. Our board was all black. I'm going to bring me a big-ass purple marker next time. Oh, yeah. Wow. There this were masks, mask. and that's terrifying. It's uh, uh, Asahi. Asahi? Asahi. <laughs> that bastard brother. Mm-hmm. I want this Babam uh, lantern, by the way. Or not Babam, but, you know, our bombs. The lantern that I want one of those. There's a lot of pictures here, a lot, a lot of guests, a lot of cosplay. Oh my goodness! There's some good pictures here. Everybody should go check this out. Yeah, this I'm is. I'm not really even nice. reading the text. I'm just looking at the pictures. Oh, they have gotcha machines down there. It looks like. I believe that. Yeah, you don't. That that's big. Oh, and there's them doing uh, the battle. Nice. <gasps> Look at all the chocobos and alphas and... <laughs> oh, it's... And then they had a section where players could try out Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, everybody. I have that. I'm terrible at it. I just go in the dungeon and die. <laughs> they carted Yoshida <laughs> in? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, they did. Yep. Oh, and the Primals concert, looks like. Looks oh, like an amazing time. There's Yoshida wearing that uh, kimono again. <laughs> He's just asking for it, right? Paper, oh, he looks rock good. Shotgun. He knows. Oh, those guys can fuck off. <laughs> Stop liking what I don't like. Stop being excited about something I don't like. 
those people can fuck right off. It's cool in 2019 to be contrary, though. This is true. This is true. But it's kind of cool to be living in 2019, and the the shit that used to get you beat up as a kid is now, like, making you a fucking rock star. That is also true. I'm just saying. So. (laughs) All right. We have some happy hour. We have quite a bit, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Apparently, whining worked. (laughs) Joshua Sullivan sent us, was this an email? Uh, This was actually a comment on the website. Oh, oh my God. I forgot to check the website. Yeah, well, because we get so few comments on the website. Well, and when we do, it's not in English and it's trying to sell us male enhancement drugs or something. And I use those. And thank you, Russian bots, for sending me that. I just spilled booze all over my body. (laughs) Well, I have a boner that won't go down. (laughs) So I need to call my doctor after the podcast. Oh, my goodness. All right. So Joshua left us a message. The uh, MQS was super short, but I like the fact that they didn't just simply end the war abruptly. And if they plan on poisoning everyone, it makes sense that they would withdraw to give a false sense of victory before crushing defeat and completely break the morale of the alliance. And with no morale, you can't PVP as well. Well, that's my theory. (laughs) <laughs> morale's you know, I, I been gone buddy well i am glad too that they didn't just like end resolved because they really i expected us to fight this war more you know what i mean we kind of mm-hmm. like liberated a couple of towns but it didn't feel like we fought the war yeah so uh i i, I feel like we're going into Shadowbringers with this you know that we've got a, a force field we've got you know some troops and we're it's it, i'm i'm kind of glad they didn't just resolve it and oh and suddenly the garlians are your friends now yeah I, I wouldn't have wanted that at all i am sad there wasn't just one extra step that was like they retreated and then suddenly like maybe their own force field went up or something mm-hmm. happens or a bright light happens in the distance and we don't know what's going on and and you know I don't know. Just leaves us at a cliffhanger, and then Not we get called to another planet. Yeah, yeah. I I really don't know. So that's why I like the poison theory because mm-hmm. it's like let them kill themselves or something. You know, I'm not advocating for that. Okay, I'm just saying <laughs> that it would be a plot point. I don't know what'll happen. They may make it completely lame. It might be just like Garlemald's uh, cool now, and they're just chilling, and um, we don't know. I really expected to hear of infighting and, like, unrest that would make them actually retreat, which would make them, you know, be like, fuck it, we're using the poison on our own guys, maybe, you know, I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, no, good good theory. Thanks, Joshua. Uh, Nick Romancer tweets us, thanks for the reinforcement that Yoshida's reasons for not including a new healer are incredibly weak. Now, are they weak enough to hint they might still announce another healer? Question mark? Yes, I'm still in the denial stage. Me too, Nick. Me too. (laughs) 5.5. Wait for it. We got an email from our own Bell Dandy. Hello, Rubicon and Yalta. I wanted to sit on and digest the information that came out of Japan FanFest before saying anything. First, I'm saddened there will be no new healer for the expansion, but after reading some interviews, I'm hopeful because Yoshida voiced the flawed design of the healer role. While the three healers are in a good spot, the healer role is in a bad spot, with Essie designing them into pure healer and barrier healer role. Any new healer will have to fill either both... Either... 
either role or both. I could wait for another expansion for SE to fix the healing role so we can have more unique healing jobs. As for the gender-locked races, I still think it's a bad idea, even with their explanation as to why they're releasing two races with only one gender. Having two races for the expansion sounds cool, but with only one gender each and Essie's explanation about how much resources it would take to add a new race, I think it's going to feel half finish in the game. Well, and it's going to, honestly, because the, what we're getting isn't even going to get to wear helmets and glasses and stuff. I mean, it's right. what we're already getting is half finished. So I agree. Continuing on. For the story and theme of Shatterbringers, I don't understand why everyone thinks it's going to be a dark story. I think everyone has forgotten that we are there to protect Minfilia. I am making the assumption that she is the child of light, but this type of story of an unstoppable force protecting someone important until they are ready to, to fulfill their duty is a very classic high fantasy story plot. I'm looking forward to the expansion because I believe SE is going back to the roots of high fantasy, and in my opinion, that's where their strengths lie. Bell Dandy Kodak Excalibur. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think I think some of us want there to be something emotional, feel darker or lighter or whatever, but to feel more something because a lot of us didn't feel anything in uh, Stormblood. Or felt very little, or when we did feel it, it was very small sections of the story. We actually had a good emotional reaction. And that's why I think people are thinking that this is going to be a dark story. We're being sent to a dying world, a dying shard, right? So I think some of us are expecting that to be dark. But then, you know, you're right with the uh, revelation of Minfilia and, you know, that maybe she is, you know, the chosen child of light or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a nice backdrop that we're going into because it's a it's a dark world so we are fighting against a greater evil. It's just that the dark and light are flipped. So we are fighting an evil, it's just that the evil is light and we're bringing the good, but the good is darkness. So you can look at it it's like a dark story but the darkness is the light and the light is the darkness. So we're still the good guy, but we're the dark night so it's yeah i i can see where people could get confused with the the wording of it and and oh, yeah. say dark story because we're a dark night bringing darkness but really we're fighting against the darkness but the darkness is really the light so we're fighting against the light so it's still like a fight we're fighting against greater odds which is completely different than what we experienced in stormblood we came out of heaven's word feeling heroic and we were just marching to victory and continuing that in stormblood and i'll go back to the trailer i was listening to the stormblood soundtrack in the car and that stormblood trailer is us fighting in ralgar's reach on the on that palm with lease and then we go to standing in an alley in kugane and just killing a random Garlean soldier, not really like a boss, not really anything going on there. And then you've got uh, I don't even I don't even remember if it shows Hian in it. It may briefly, and then it shows um, uh, the two on the flagpole or whatever. And it's kind of like you know the hawk soars by, and then it's like Stormblood. And and this one, 
I have watched the Shadowbringers trailer umpteenth times because it feels so gritty. I blow past the 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 dancer part, although I like where the music turns into the Final Fantasy III music for that part. I like the beginning parts well enough, but I really like those last, you know, 15, 10, 15, 20 seconds when you can really hear the vocalist come out. And and we might have already mentioned it, but they, they tweeted out that the vocalist for it is from a, uh, a metal band, Godhead, I believe, and he was the voice of um, – of, um, Raban in 2.0. Oh, um, I didn't know that. He's been he's been a voice actor for Final Fantasy, but we're getting some metal. We're getting a metal singer for um, for the um, Shadowbringers expansion. So um, when his voice really kicks in, it sounds like he's going, "We fall," and then you see him, the Warrior of Darkness, uh, slash towards. The Kiribu, Innocence, we're not quite sure what that creature is, slashes through, destroys them, and it puts that rift that goes all the way up to the Crystal Tower, and that purple is shining up and all that. That's fucking sweet. That is cool. And the vocals are just, like, powerful at that part. Hey, I love Susan. I love Susan Calloway, but these male vocals and stuff feel strong, and it feels like I'm a fucking beast, and I'm about to tear some shit up. And maybe people relate that to dark. Maybe they're like, oh, that's darkness. Um, Whatever. You can call it whatever you want. It just feels stronger. It feels more powerful. It feels a lot like Heaven's Word did uh, because Heaven's Word was going against that darkness. And that darkness in, he- in, in Heaven's Word was like the ice and the cold and the snow. So it was the elements versus the dragons and all that. Everything was coming against the Warrior of Light. And, and we're going up against odds again. So I agree in that sense. And I also agree that High Fantasy is really where Square Enix um, uh, roots itself and, and has a um, has a better showing. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of regalias, to be honest. I'm tired of, like, laser swords. And, it, like, 13 is the worst to me. I liked 15, but I don't necessarily like the, um, the backdrop for it. It was less zappy electrical stuff than even 13 was 13 was mm-hmm. way over the top too many laser beams it was like if azaslaw was the entire fucking game <laughs> the azaslaw patch no it, the uh, yeah no. I, and i can't i can't do i like little touches of that even final fantasy one you're going into when you're fighting the uh, element of wind you got the tower that was built by the ancients see that's that's okay with me when the ancients built uh really powerful machinery things but now it's ancient because Somehow they fucked around and lost their technology and we've gone back to the old ways because the old ways are better. I'm, I like that. That's fine for me. But when the whole game is all laser swords and bullshit, I'm not super into that so much. And, um, I, I just feel like 15 to 13 more was that way. And I would like to see 16 go back to high fantasy. And I'm really glad that it seems like Shadowbringers is going to be a lot of high fantasy. I mean, you got to do high fantasy if you're going to do Final Fantasy three stuff anyway. That's just, you know. Well, and our Garleans, for me, I kind of accept their level of technology. It's not like Star Trek levels of technology. Right. It's still, they're compensating because none of them can use magic, right? So they pour they all of their energy that. into tech, you know, but it's still, 
you know, it's not like the entire world is, you know, using that technology and, you know, we, we have all of our tombstones and stuff and we trade them in for goods and there is, you know, that kind of tech too, but it's old and lost and, you know, we do have to destroy some of, you know, their, their, this is some of the mobs and dungeons are, you know, robots and shit, but I don't know. I like more of a high fantasy kind of world too. And I think it'll be interesting what the, what the first is going to be like, because it's evolved separately for thousands of years. Right. So, all right. We do have a last call with some last calls. Actually, mm-hmm. Ruby found this one. I love this one. Oh, I love my cyanide God. and happiness. You know, we are not the most kid friendly. I said the C word like three times at the beginning of this podcast. So we're not the most kid friendly podcast. And we, we, sometimes have views that you know aren't they're not so 2019 well there's a comic cyanide and happiness and they are uh they're pretty rude and i follow them. dark well this did you go to the website because this whole section of ones are like these really dark well they they, they do have an uplifting comic week if you <laughs> if you want to see something happy but most of the time they have like depressing comic week and, and things that are really terrible and uh, they're dark, but they're dark funny. If you're into that kind of humor, um, I follow them on Facebook, and it, they refresh their stuff. And I went to Facebook, and it popped up. Cyanide and Happiness had a comic. The comic is, why don't you go out and play outside? And uh, there's reasons why this young man can't play outside. I won't spoil their joke, but it's uh, – people won't like it. Anyway, uh, the, the the chat at the top says, uh, hell to the no, bitch. I still have to grind Eureka Hydados so I can get that sweet Osmum out. <laughs> so even the creators of Cyanide and Happiness, uh, they must play to even know that you can get the Osmum out out of Eureka. They know the grind is real. Yeah, The grind is real. Uh, it's uh, worth gouging your eyes out. Um, and, uh, it's cool. You can find Final Fantasy uh, 14, hopefully not 15. You can find Final Fantasy 14, uh, in a lot of different media and it's, it's out there. It's pretty prolific. Uh, A lot of people play 14. A lot of these streamers that my wife and I watch on Twitch, I'm not talking about Tate and Frosty or any of the ones that I saw this week were getting salty over clipped, um, clip twitch streams i won't go there i didn't understand that explain it to me later i'll explain it to you <laughs> later it's like a you know it's like a fourth doctor episode like i'll, I'll explain it to you later um so yeah it's prolific there's a lot of twitch streamers that don't regularly stream final fantasy 14 and uh i'll catch them every once in a while talking about it on their Twitter accounts or, or uh, they'll be streaming it or something. And I'm just like, wow, they're catching up. They, they play it on the backside. They don't play it on stream, but they, they, they know the game. And a lot of people know it. And I'm, I'm finding that just a lot of people in the, in the public eye know it. Well, so I think people forget what an amazing story final fantasy 14 is. It came out as this just fucking disaster. And usually game developers are like, Oh, I guess we'll catch them with the next title. But they just like you know, people were even saying, no one will ever trust this game again. I don't right. care how much you rebuild it. And then they're like, well, it will always have a niche kind of 
you know, popularity and then it just kind of exploded. And it's kind of hard for some of us to deal with the explosion too. It's, it's weird that everybody's talking about it and, you know, it is. My cat's talking about it too. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Your little Hrothgar is talking about it. I, <laughs> if you're like me, I was ridiculed for playing 1.0. I had a friend that said uh, that this game is terrible. Why do you even continue to play? I kind of blew up at her because I was like, you know, how dare you? You know, it's Final Fantasy. But this was when I was still enamored thinking that this would be fixed. 1.0 was going to be fixed by Tanaka. And then it took a couple more months for me to go, oh my God, there people are right. This is terrible. And then Yoshida took over. But then we've been in it for so long that sometimes we forget the success story that it is and we get into the most like, ah, fucking Eureka. But it has come a long way. This game has really come a long way. And this game's not so bad. You know, things like the Diadem make me want to uh, Roblox uh, commit no life. (laughs) Uh, But... uh, this game is amazing. It really is. Again, we we say it a lot. We wouldn't we wouldn't talk about it if we didn't love it. So we continue to love the game. So anyway, check out Cyanide and Happiness if you like uh, dark humor. Uh, that's a thing. The other thing that I got that was a shout out for me was I was just chilling at the house. I think I had just come out of something, and uh, Boss Hog contacted me. He said, "Hey brother, sorry to bother you." But I really dig your show. Pass on to Yelta if you remember. Have a good play session. We talked briefly about free companies. We talked about a few things about the game. Um, I said, hey, if you got any questions, just holler at me. I'm always around. And he put, cool. Uh, if you remember, please use the name Boss Hog. Nobody knows <laughs> this guy. Uh, I think people probably do know you, Boss Hog. So thanks for listening. Appreciate you. To any listener, if you see Yelta and I out, Say what's up. It's uh, it's cool to talk to us. We don't bite. Yelta might a little bit, but just just a little, just yeah, nibble. just just a nibble. Um, but you'll like it. And <laughs> we just really we we appreciate hearing from the fans. We appreciate people going to the website. I know we we say this week after week. Go to our website gtffxiv.com. You got to put the www in front yeah. of it. Uh, and we say this stuff week after week, but you know there are times as a creator of anything, if you're an artist, if you're a musician or anything, you do stuff and you're like, well, nobody's listening, nobody's talking about it, nobody's doing anything. Are we, are we even doing this for any reason? What, why nobody cares? It really means a lot when you guys message us, and we appreciate like the two or three people that are always message us, um, but. <laughs> We would love to hear from the the vast community out there. I know there's people listening. We see the numbers. There's people listening. So shout at us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I I actually look forward to my like every other week. Someone like Mithrin Scarlet, you know, was telling me how uh, the Scholastic uh, quests weren't you know really just you know a Japanese schoolboy or school kids anime trope. Uh, and I know I did it. I was probably exaggerating slightly in the last episode about how much I skipped or whatever. And it, you know, it does talk about, you know, Ishgard and, and, and the history of it and how they, you know, kind of lied through the years about Ishgard's history and whatnot. And, uh, I still didn't really enjoy it. I didn't think I needed to hear the story, but I, I don't mind that it was in the game. Uh, I was kind of maybe being a bit <laughs> dismissive of the storyline. I mostly just wanted that emote. Honestly. <laughs> All right. I had one too. I have a shout out. This one's a little different than my normal shout outs. Usually it's hi Yelta, like the podcast or whatever. 
Uh, this was uh, Aiden Bernhardt in, uh, I was in a dungeon, and I was in a leveling dungeon, and just somewhere it's like, how long have you guys been doing that podcast? And I'm like, huh? And they're like, he's like, you got a search message thingy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been doing it for, you know, a few years now or whatever. And he's like, that's awesome. I'll have to check it out. And he's like, almost 160 episodes. <laughs> Holy shit. So I just said, you know, cool. If you do listen, uh, send a message and on Twitter or email or something and let me know what you like. And he said, for sure. So uh, I, I didn't think anybody reads search messages, but I'm I glad didn't I either. left the podcast info in there. So, yeah, it's it's nice. If if someone's interested in listening to a podcast, you know, I I really appreciate. We really appreciate checking ours out. And if we're not your cup of tea, there's lots of other ones out there. So I'm gonna have to take that ASCII image of a penis out of mine if people are actually reading oh, these. See, that's your problem. That's it, why I'm not getting like, any good messages. I keep getting hit up for it, ERP, it, and it, I don't understand say, why. Please send tell for ERP. <laughs> oh my god. Yep, I have issues. <laughs> Clearly. Oh man, we all do. We all do. All right, then I guess I guess we're at closing time. Do you have anything else? I have nothing else. I have nothing else either. Uh, not much in the news today, but that's okay. I'm gonna go log in and do the uh, excellent event. Oh, by the way, Eva was tickled that I mentioned her puns, and that caused a lot of giggling. In chat the other night. A lot of girls giggling, <laughs> huh? About eggs. A lot of girls giggling about eggs. I heard Shannon had some good ones. Our previous oh my god rap yes. was was uh, uh, yoking it up on Twitter. Oh my god! See, and I I I can appreciate a pun, but my husband loves puns, and my sister Kariri loves puns, and so like I I generally groan or roll my eyes when my dear husband makes a a pun, but. Uh, sometimes when we're playing a game, we'll play like Minecraft or something together. We'll all be in voice chat together. And my husband will make some sort of terrible pun. And my sister will just like snort and laugh so hard just because they just really tickle her. That, that was kind of been a bonding moment for my uh, sister and my husband because, you know, the puns really kind of brought them together. She's like, I didn't realize your husband was funny. And I'm like, he is? Right, all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, someone's sending me pictures of my sister. By the way, nice ones, clothed. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. No unsolicited nudes. All right, then. I guess it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website www.gtffxiv.com While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at RubiconVale R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E and you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.